and welcome to this week's edition of the South Road Boys. <laughs> Sounds quite informative. Oh, I just I wanted to make it sound like a real radio program. Oh, no, don't do that voice. No, <laughs> no, we don't need that. 1942, a year to remember. Fair way, Freddie is not listening. It's okay. The grandparents are not here. No. But, uh, no, I liked oh. it. It was a, it was a nice opening. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit down the line. It's straight, though, for my, for your my taste. thinking, for my tastes. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know whether our listenership is ready for that style. A bit too highbrow. A little bit. Hands so, again. Know, so, you know, I felt like we should have had a cup of tea. Or maybe... A sherry. A sherry. A sherry. Question. Yep. When was the last time you had either A, a cup of tea, or B, a sherry? Cup of tea, um, I can't even tell you when. No, because you, you don't, know, do I don't do hot drinks. Hot drinks. If I was going to do hot drinks, so I think I'd probably have like a, a therapeutic tea. Something that was nice for like the a system. chamomile or a peppermint maybe, or a... Maybe, I don't I reckon you'd probably be more of a green tea man. Green tea, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Go down, That's probably the last one I would have had is a green tea. environmentally friendly tea. January 19... Sorry. January 20... <laughs> Look at the brain taking over. January 2019 would have been the last time so I had a green you tea. Know. Yeah. Because I would have been working for the Chinese New Year, and we always go out for lunch when we're working. Okay. And that's the standard fare on each table is green tea. Makes sense. Um, And the other one, of course, sherry. You got the way to move me, sherry. (laughs) I think sherry. Sherry, (laughs) the last time I ate sherry. Wow. I would have been under 20. Oh, really? I thought you were saying over 80. <laughs> it's been a while. Mm. Post-war. Does anyone even have sherry anymore? I guarantee there are people who are big mm. sherry drinkers. Really? Mm. Oh, geez, some people drink bloody, what is it? Metho and milk. Or methos, yeah. So, I mean, geez, sherry's probably not a stretch. <laughs> no. <laughs> sherry. Sherry. If you're a sherry drinker oh. out there, roadies, and you, you don't mind a tipple, I just don't. <laughs> um, See, so another drink I must admit that I used to have when we were younger, and it was probably because when you were younger, it's whatever you, you drink get your hands on. you can. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. But port was another one. Oh, okay. You know, you go to someone's house, and this is one of those people that were maybe a little bit older than us at the time. Mm. It might have been people I knew, say, through sporting clubs or whatever else. Yes. Um, you know, and you're naked, and you don't know. <laughs> You've nude enough. <laughs> And they're touching you inappropriately, and it's like, would you like a port? Would you like a port? Uh, but um, they would often have a bottle of port, so when you get to the end of the night, when you're a bit sozzled, it'd be like, how about we finish off with a port? A grandfather? I don't recall my grandparents actually No, it's a doing type that. of port, a grandfather but, port. Oh, really? Yeah. How the fuck do you know that? You don't have a drink. I know. it's. I do, though. You're a wealth of useless knowledge. I am. Do you remember the name that my stepfather gave? The place that oh, he kept no. his port. No, I do not. Was the storm cupboard. Okay. Any port in a storm. <laughs> Any port in a storm. That's good. I like that. <laughs> that was very Dave. Yeah. But um, I don't know now. See, I love red wine now. I didn't. I used to drink when, red wine when I was younger, but didn't really like it. it Once a bit again, dry. You had it. Mm. And it was also pretty. It was cask wine back then too. Oh, Chateau de Cardboard so, A. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been great value <laughs> For the taste buds. No. They wouldn't have appreciated that. No, nought to stonk it yeah. in so, three squeezes of a goon box. I don't think I really liked the port. I just think I drank it because we had it available and it was alcohol. Yeah, fair enough. I wonder if I drank it now that I like red wine, whether I'd appreciate port more. Don't know. You know what? <laughs> I'm probably not going to buy any to find out. But once again, also, if anyone out there drinks a bit of port, yeah. um, let me know. Are you a red wine drinker? Does that mean that you appreciate port more? Because it's yes. just a... I consider it's just more like a heavy red wine. Yeah. I don't know. If it comes in a pint glass, you'll have a crack at it. <laughs> a pint of port. Yeah, why not? What Ooh, was it? I remember. That's tough. I remember listening to... Skull, 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 skull. I remember... And look, I'm going to get it wrong. I probably am. Because this is searching the dark recesses of my brain. Twelfth Man. Mm-hmm. Um... Buckingham, what was his name? Bur- oh, Billy, Billy Birmingham. Billy Birmingham, yeah. Buckingham, Birmingham. <laughs> um, it's all the hams. It was all the hams. And it was Richie Benno 
having a drink with one of the Channel 9 executives. It might have even been Kerry. Okay. And they go into the, the bar and the barman says to Richie, what would you like to drink? And he's something like, oh, I'll have a, a, a white wine or something like that. And I think the Kerry Packer said, I'll have a pint of Drambuie, thanks. <laughs> And I just oh. remember that stuck with me. Like, that's a significant quantity of a very potent alcohol. Yeah, no. 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 Don't mind a drink. But but no. That's just taking a bit too far. Pretty much. Mm. Now, speaking of things from my childhood, oh, it's time you, to break out again. slip into the diary already. <laughs> the official countdown student diary of 1990. This is developing a life of its own. No, I just, I'll just keep you up to date with it. Uh, so what are we? The twenty second of February. It is. Nigel Planner was born in nineteen fifty three. Who was Nigel Planner? Nigel Planner was not his stage name. Did he marry Jenny Callender? No. <laughs> okay. Just no. wondering. I will tell you, Nigel. Fans will know where that name comes from. Uh, I will tell you, Nigel's flatmates' names. Okay. Vivian. Oh, he's a young Rick, one. And Mike. Was he the serious guy? He was Neil. Oh, was it? Don't bring me oh, down, guys. <laughs> My favourite moment of Neil is he's like, <laughs> for whatever reason, he's dressed as a policeman, and he's like, open up, it's the pigs. <laughs> I don't know why that just cracks that me up. That is a show that I've not seen for a very long time. Well, it hasn't been on telly for at least three decades, four decades. If it's one of those that have dated badly or whether it's still quite funny. I, I really don't know. I think the cinematography of it was not polished as well at all. Mm-hmm. But you've got Vivian, who's just fucking batshit crazy, and Rick, who's a complete Rick. <laughs> a complete Rick. Rick. And Mike, I just, I look, I think it, I have nostalgic memories of that show being hilariously funny and mm, probably so shaped a lot of what I found to be funny in my formative years. So, so yeah. a lot of the stuff you go back and watch, though, mm. from back then, because yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like you talking about when, when you watch Big. Yes. <laughs> and then you show it to your kids, and it wasn't, it was different to what you remembered. Yeah, I forgot about the boobs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I forget about the boobs. And the child who was 12 saying, fuck. Yeah. I- I can forget about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, TV shows especially. Yes. Like some of them are just horrendous. I, I still find Faulty Towers, all 13 Faulty episodes. Faulty Towers, I think, is spectacular. 13 episodes. It was all I was ever made. And I still find that that's a That's a fantastic exception funny. to the rule. Um, I still find, it's not quite that old, but I still find Blackadder very funny. <sighs> I find that as just gold. The bit where Blackadder is they're in the army and the sergeant um, the, the sergeant comes in and says, Morning, Blackadder. And Blackadder, Ron Atkins goes, Hello, darling. <laughs> it's Captain Darling to you, Blackadder. <laughs> like, sorry, Captain. But it was just... It was great. Sir Ron Atkins, I believe, is one of the comic geniuses of our time. Well, the fact that he did Blackadder, yes. which is spectacular, and then moved on and then created Mr. Bean, which is probably more... Actually, no is more famous. My daughter knows Mr. Bean. Mainly outside of England. Yeah. And the thing is, you can show Mr. Bean to your gran. And there is nothing about it that is untoward. And you can Mm. all have a giggle at it. I just realised that Rowan Atkinson and Nicholas Cage have got something in common. They've both done roles where neither of them talk. I wish, I reckon Nicholas Cage is probably hoping after your review of his movie that he he got on as well as Sir Rowan Atkins. Uh, It's just not a good film. Go back to the last episode. If no one's actually thought about that one, but yeah. There you go. Anyway, so uh, born in 1953, Nigel, Neil Planner, was born. But guess whose birthday it was yesterday? Oh, whose was it, Joe? One of my teenage girl crush, like a, a girl I had a crush on. Famous singer. Actual, oh, right, so not a, not, a, um, well, probably, not a person you knew. Probably not going to be in my school countdown diary as, you know. Right, I thought it might be one that was written in there. Oh, like, Henry, no, this is actually a real. A proper famous person. Proper famous person. Oh, my God, okay. I still think she's just All right. Are we talking, lovely. okay, are we going uh, music or acting? Music. Music. Mm. 
Right. Uh, um, Born in 1966, just to give you context. 1966. So when I was thinking that she was a bit of all right. So how old was she been? She, she would have been mid 50s. No, 60 maybe. No, not quite. Six, 10 six, years older than me, yes, mid 50s. Mid 50s, yeah. Uh, was in her mid 20s when I would have yeah, um, seen her. I've seen her. Oh, okay, video so clips. All right, so, video um, clips. Blinda Carwell? I thought better no. than Blinda. See what? And I'm thinking what I was into. Yeah. <laughs> um, you Sam were Fox. In, not as chesty. Not as chesty. Okay, right. Part um, of a band? Um, the Bangles. No. No? Right. No, no. Um, I got a thing for blondes. Got a thing for blondes. Okay. Um, Debbie Harry? No, she'd be, no. she be in the 70s. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's a little bit older than that. Um, can I have a hint? Is there something that'll hint it up without... Uh, the, you... Okay, which country are they from? Oh, I reckon she's American, but I could be very okay. wrong. Um, the band that she was in mm. was known by two names, as in had two two words right in right. the name of it. Okay. Um, Were they uh, like an actual pop, like very popular in the Gothic charting? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And we're talking 80s, I, 90s? Yeah. If I was to play you or say the lyrics to any one of their three or four most famous songs, no question about it, you would know it. Okay. Right. I'm probably not going to get it then. So I don't on. want your money, honey. I want ah, your love. A bit of Egyptian. Yeah. Uh, Wendy James, Transition Vamp. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's not bloody... Um, who am I thinking with Egyptian? Bangles. That's Bangles as well. Yeah, yeah it is too. No, Transmission Vamp. Wendy James. I don't want your love. She was. She was a special kind of something, wasn't she? Especially that, well, I love, 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 love the way you... Mm. Yeah. She kind of had the... She had the bimbo thing going on, but then mixed it up with kind of punk goth. She was the original Avril Lavigne. Yeah, she probably was too. I reckon Avril Lavigne owes a lot to Wendy James. Uh, sorry, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy James. Yeah, Wendy James, yeah. Because yeah. it was a mash of pop and maybe a little bit of punk. Yes. And we're talking 80s, 90s punk, mm. not proper, you know, punk punk. But I'm trying to think of the name of the album. Was it Velvet something? The actual album that came out? I couldn't tell you. Don't know either. But, oh, geez, yeah, she was... Um, yeah. Cute. cute. She was very cute. Mm. There you go. So that's who was born Wendy yesterday. James. And... Just haven't heard of that one for a while. Bloody hell, mate. We we missed it. Tuesday, the 20th of February, 1986. What band announced their split? When was it again? Tuesday. Oh, sorry. The 20th of February, 1986. What band announced their split? No, not split ends. No, no, I was uh, UK, U- UK group. UK group in the 80s. Uh, and Genesis. They, no, they no, were they bigger were, than they, Genesis. Uh, they are the symbol of the 80s still. Symbol of the 80s still. Correct. If you are doing an 80s montage or graphics, you will include a significant amount of some of their artwork that they had as part of their theatrical costuming in that. Really? Who the hell are you talking about? Choose Life, mate. Wham. Oh, wham. Andrew Ridgely and George Michael decided to part ways on the 20th of February, 1986. Andrew had a couple of songs. They had a couple. Yeah, No, he had a couple. Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. Shake You? Didn't do much so. No, <laughs> he really. He's no Whereas, George Michael. George went on a little, and he didn't go bad. Well, the thing is, though, he had what he had was faith. It? That's what he had. He did, yeah. but he had a twenty-year hiatus as well mm. because of the contract he signed with Sony. Yeah, and Sony went, "We own the rights to all your shit," and he's gone, "Well, fucking, I didn't write anything. <laughs> I'm living off that wham money." And then contract expired, and he released an album. They went, "You wrote that then? No, I didn't. Prove it." <laughs> Pretty much. So there and you then go, he mate. Found himself in a toilet block, and it was all yeah. downhill from there. <laughs> ah, that's a problem. Never trust a man with two first names. George and Michael. Mm. Now, question: What's been going on in your world? Well, it's the world in general that's been going on, isn't mm-hmm. it? Really? Yes. 
Hasn't Facebook blown up? <laughs> oh, I was going to mention. Now, are you team ScoMo or team Zucky? I'm. I'm more team. You know what? I'm actually not minding on having news and comments on using shit ever all over my feed all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if I want to go and find the news, I'll just go to the news website. There you go. Now, like, disclaimer to all the roadies out there: I have done two thirds of five eighths of bugger all research into the actual semantics of the argument. So everything from here on is my opinion based on From what I believe, and I'm a bit the same, I haven't really looked into it because it doesn't, honestly, it's not changing my life that much. No. Um, But it was a case of um, Australia has said, you know what, if you're going to use our news product, um, you're going to pay for it. Mm. That's the sanctuary I believe it comes from. So there's going to be a charge. There's going to be some kind of an agreement. And the federal government are going to enforce that. Mm. So but Facebook they... then have then gone, well, you know, fair enough then. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you just won't use it. Yeah. Go on. But the thing is, were they actually using it or were they just linking to it? Well, they're only linking. So they're not hosting the content. They're saying, here's some news. You click on this, you're going to go Facebook to... Facebook are the Uber Eats of social media. There you go. They don't actually... They don't control any of... They don't own any infrastructure. All they do is <laughs> use products and everyone else contributes. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, Zucky built a very good business model. He's he done okay. Runs out of his garage, yeah. still, I think. <laughs> his mum's basement. He's put an extension on, but you know he still runs out of the garage. Because yeah. the thing is, look, I believe that Facebook should, in every country it has a presence should pay the appropriate amount of tax based on the revenue it makes. Yep. So if you make $10 billion worldwide, it's not that hard accounting going, how many subscribers do you have in each country? You owe a percentage of tax to each one of those countries. Yep. Because that's where you're making your money. And that's Uh, right. They're making money. Oh, they really are. Like, they're not short of a dollar. But to have the local news... Services kind of say, well, they're putting our product out there and people aren't going to our website they're directly. They're going to Facebook first and then linking to us. Fuck off. Like, But then is it also, though, is it also a case of, okay, well, most people will find this on their Facebook page, which brings them to the website they might hmm. not have gone to initially. Correct. So it's a lead. It's a it's a qualified lead. Yeah, it's, that it's most people one. would pay for. And, and then you get to that point, and it says, if you'd like to read this article, you got to subscribe. And you go, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. People, yeah, like news people, like let's put it this way: I'm not sure whether or not if you're publishing news, breaking news about a woman in Reservoir Victoria who goes to the supermarket and gets half a litre in a one-litre ice cream mm. as news. We've spoken about this exactly. content seriously. Seri- hard-hitting journalism. It was huge. Or the massive decline in workplace affairs during COVID lockdown. Yeah, because people aren't at work. If that's fucking news, that's news man. no one owes you shit because you didn't pay <laughs> anything for it. Like, that's just bullshit. And... For those people who get pissed off at Facebook for going, you know what? We're not going to be held to ransom. We're just not going to do it. Yep. Here's cool. the thing, though. That's their product. Here's the, the flip on it. There's a couple of flips on it. One of the arguments I've seen, which I was going to comment but didn't because mm. it's just not worth getting into it because most of the people that comment on these things, you're all fuckwits. Can I just honest. say, yeah. by not commenting, well played. Thank you. You're welcome. Sometimes, you know what? You just leave your hands off the ball. Don't play the game. Shut the fuck up. Let someone else kick the goal. Yep. And you know what? They're probably going to miss. Exactly. So let them fail. Exactly. <laughs> Miserably. And then you can stand but, back going, I would have kicked that. But the ones that are <laughs> saying, this is ridiculous. All you're doing is taking away free speech. They're not. You're not. It, it's fucking ridiculous. They have not stopped the news article being published. But yeah, exactly. And not only this, this this person isn't a free speech. This isn't the government that said, okay, you know what, we've got a free offering. We're going to give you a social media platform where everyone can talk. It's not the ABC. No, it's not. <laughs> um, this is something where someone's created a business model. They own this. It's a commercial, copyrighted, trademarked product. Exactly. So if if they don't want to do something, they're within their rights to do that. Correct. They're not the free speech police. Correct. Now, just <laughs> let's just say, thankfully, Celebrity Deadpool News 
is still available <laughs> via Facebook. But look, I get pissed off at. Yeah, so any... that's a hard one too, though, because I wonder if that'll come up now because you probably won't see the things where people share that someone's died because that's probably come from a news site. Oh shit! That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. No fuck. Celebrity Deadpool news could be. We might have to get Daryl to check four hundred names every week. Or if you're going to share it, just write Carl Reiner's dead, and then that's it. Like you can't link to a news article. It depends. I wonder if it's a. Um, well, hang on. People won't know about it. If it's an entertainment site, though, that might not be a news site. A US news site will be fine, I think. But oh, but the thing is, no, I don't know. But the thing is, celebrity Deadpoolers won't know that someone's died because they won't be getting the news in their feed. Bloody hell, Rodies, your life has gotten a whole fucking lot harder. Okay, maybe this is a problem. Sucky! <laughs> Sucky! Get Sucky on the phone, Get Darryl. Mark on the phone right fucking now. I don't reckon even he realises that. No. That's huge news. He's. I think we're going to have to reintroduce trade period and Zucky's going on everyone's <laughs> list. But um, I get I get frustrated and roadies, if you're one of these people who are bitching and moaning, I'm not really sorry. But Facebook is a commercial entity. They are not a soapbox on the corner store. You have no rights to use their product however you want because you think it's the right thing yeah, to do. Just because we've got it doesn't mean it's ours to use. And just we want. because they provided it to you personally for free, make no mistake, they are making a shit ton of money from advertisers and all that kind of stuff. And if they don't want your content on their product, they won't have it. It's no different than the side of a bus having advertising or public announcements. Mm. If that bus company doesn't want it on there, they're not going to do it. No. Here's the thing, though. Another thing that I thought of in the week that this has kind of happened. Hmm. If Facebook tomorrow went, you know what? We're closing it down. Yeah. Right now. This very That's minute. That's it. Suddenly the- you find out now that five minutes ago, Facebook shut down. Gone forever. That's it. All Done. that stuff you've put on there, gone. Yeah. Um, all the friends you've made on there that you don't have any other contact points with whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Not Messenger. Not Messenger. No, that'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you've lost them forever. Yes. Because you don't have any other contact point or funnel to them other than Facebook. So they may be people you're incredibly close to, but I can guarantee you don't know what street they live on. Yeah, and it'll end up being like Friends Reunited, which was one of the precursors to Facebook. Really? Yeah, there was one that started up in Australia that I actually found a family member, a distant family member. Um, on Friends Reunited or something like that was what okay, it was I called. I heard of that one before. And it was, it was a free service. And it was pretty much like a Genesis version of Facebook where you put your details in and they put their details in and then you can find people. The difference being is they offered it for free to connect, but you could only connect, you could only communicate through their app. Mm-hmm. So... If you tried to put a phone number in there, it would redact it. Right. If you tried to put an email address in there, it would redact it. So people then became very clever. Yeah. In put different symbols in and bits and pieces. Symbols and, and all that kind of stuff. So like there was, for, a, for a website address, you'd actually type AT for at. Correct. That That's exactly what yeah. it was. So there were people trying to convert that. And then I think that model... Because that's how they wanted to to make money. They wanted to be able to get people to sign up to a subscription service and then you would be able to freely communicate with whoever you wanted and send them whatever you wanted, which would include phone numbers and things like that. But if you wanted the free version, it could only communicate through their portal. Yep. I get it. That business model didn't last because Facebook came in and said, we don't give a shit. You can share whatever you want. You can share photos, dick pics. And they made it as a, you know what, we're doing this for the people. We're just helping people connect. Yeah. You know, and so people quickly moved away from a subscription-based service like Friends Reunited to a Facebook because it gave you everything that you wanted at no cost. And now people became so heavily reliant on it. It's it's basically addiction. And the thing is as well, and this is people, look, there are, I, I get that there are groups and alert groups and news or bushfire alerts and all that kind of stuff. But you're still using somebody else's product for free 
to run those. If they were that important, then maybe you don't try and use somebody else's product for your business mm. and complain when that business or that product goes, actually, we don't want you to run your business on there. We don't like people who sell kazoos. We are anti-kazoo. I hate kazoos. Kazoo. It's just... Never been a fan. Never. No. Who would be? But if you're a kazoo sales person, you go, I've got, you know, Facebook, kazoos are us. And all of a sudden, Zucky goes, I had a kazoo incident at a birthday. I'm not doing it anymore. It's too risky. Too risky. Yep. I mean, anything can happen. A kazoo <laughs> incident. Mm. I just, I can't see why people get so pissed off at something that's for free. The one thing that I thought of as well recently that is a big downfall in regards to new services not posting mm-hmm. um, is it simple if you had a situation such as um, okay let's let's amplify it right up if you had a Martin Bryant style situation yes and you'd have all the new service on on social media be like stay away from this area mm-hmm. all the rest of it. There's no one I need to escape. That'd come up everywhere. And because it'll start coming up, people then be contacting their friends saying, Have you seen this? Blah blah. You gotta make sure you don't get near this region. Natural disaster. Natural disaster, yeah. Um are we still going to get those style warnings quickly enough? Well, you end up being you are because authorities and government agencies use the platform like Twitter and Facebook. And they set up pages that people who are in high alert areas can get these messages. Otherwise, you end up with Daryl in fucking Hawaii accidentally sending out an SMS. <laughs> Bit of a callback for those radios have been listening for a while. Um, you end up having to do it a bit more old school where you send out an SMS yep. to every mobile phone subscriber. Well, that's pretty costly. So I think in this instance, what's happened is that the news services, I don't think, are going to see a big upswing in people visiting their websites. I think people read the news because it was on Facebook, but I don't think they'll actively go out and seek it, unless, of course, they're deliberately looking for it. I kind of agree. So I was considering maybe people that don't see news regularly Mm. will think, you know what, I might go and buy a newspaper because I don't know what's happening in the world. But all you really need to do, though, is actually go to a website. Yeah. You still don't need to go and buy that product. Yeah, but then what's going to happen is with some of the news outlets is if you go to their website, you need to subscribe to be able to read the article. So one of the things that I realise as well is that working radio mm. is that suddenly our hourly news will probably now become more popular. That because advertising people aren't getting spot. that, so essentially it'll be a case for cool. Tune the radio. Once again, we know the news is on every hour. Yes, for so free. So whatever radio station you listen to, you'll just jump in and make sure you're not missing something major in the world. For free. Yeah. And then that advertising spot before, during, and after the radio, uh, the news might be more of a premium spot. Exactly. And that's essentially how Facebook works. It's free. Yeah. But there's advertising put around the places where people will see it. To pay for it. Yeah. Because unlike what we think, people. Zucky really hasn't put an extension on his mum's basement. No. He's probably got his own apartment that he's, he's <laughs> subletting out to run all the servers and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So I don't think... I, I just think that when the news media got the government to be the older brother and tell Facebook, you're going to bloody well do this, I think Facebook kind of went, fuck, if we don't do something like pull out, this is going to set a precedent all around the world and we're going to be held to ransom. So we're just not going to do it. We're not going to play ball and let the cards fall as they may. And some people have gone all pissy at Facebook, but I think maybe what people are going to realise, and maybe the news media is going to realise, is that we need it more than what they need us. Yeah. Because people... I think there'll be some change down the track. Yeah, because people are still going to use Facebook. People aren't going to stop using Facebook because of it. No. Because they still want to contact their friends and see photos of the grandkids and, and blah, blah, blah. It just means that their news feed is lighter. Mm. I will say, it's interesting that there are people appearing on my feed now that I haven't seen pop up for ages because now the feed needs content. more to have content there. Yeah. it's It's got to fill it up. So instead of putting the top 20 people on your list, they'll put the top 50. Yeah. So it's not really changing. All it's mm. giving you is a different thing to look at. And make no mistake, Radies, the good people at Google and Twitter and Instagram are all standing out in the corner going... 
wonder what the well, fuck's going to happen. Instagram is owned by Facebook anyway. Exactly, but what's going to happen over here? Mm. Let's let's keep an eye on this because Google's apparently made a couple of deals. Mm-hmm. I believe with a couple of big media groups in Australia already. Okay, so they so they've made a bit of a move. Yep, because they're going. We're willing, and look, I believe that there should be some concessions made, maybe to the to the media outlets. But fuck, you got to produce good journalism as well. Yeah, not yeah. half my ice cream's missing. Yeah. But it's just. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. It is just the way... If Facebook decide to change it, they change it. Yep. It's so different to... Um, here's a perfect example. Mm. Um, the eye sheep around there. The people love their iPhones. Fuck you. Fuck you hard. <laughs> they will. And this isn't you, though. A new phone will come out, they'll buy the new phone. They never have the most updated iPhone. And there's nothing wrong with the old phone. Yes. But it's like there's a new one coming out. I've got to have it. Then they'll complain that the charging cord has got a different plug in it. Mm-hmm. So all the charging cords they've got, so they've got a charger in each room of the house, they've got mm. room in the car, don't fit their phone anymore. Yes. It's like, fuck you, Apple, blah, blah, why have you done this? They don't care. They Apple just... don't give a fuck. No. Because what they've just done is they know you're going to buy the product because you're sucked into it. Yes. Same as we're sucked into Facebook. You're invested in it. Yeah. Um, so it means that they know that you're going to go out and buy all these nice little accessories again. Hmm. And you know why they like that? Because that's where they make the money. But the thing is, for the um, I see that's an example. But most accessories now aftermarket. Very few people buy the genuine stuff anymore. True. So but, in that case, and what are you saying? All the Facebook is going to go. Uh, by the way, um, off your Facebook, MySpace, <laughs> MySpace. slash South Road Boys. Oh. <laughs> Bring back MySpace. Bring back MySpace. Mate, Daryl was talking to Tom from MySpace the other day. MySpace Tom. And, He's um, just sitting back going, yes, yeah. my time. And, and we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> so MySpace slash South. I wonder what that would be. I don't know. It's, if, you can, if you can get. I want to jump in MySpace in the computer. I tell you what, roadies, I don't care. One way or the other, can you go to MySpace and look up South Road Boys? <laughs> MySpace.com. We are going to Should secure be MySpace. that. Tom. It's, <laughs> um, missed opportunity. No, that was before you could. They created their own GTLDs. MySpace. Generic top level domain. Sign up or sign in. Oh, oh we're so going to get it's this. All, it's very much music based again now, though. Yeah, and they. Well, Tom put out a entertainment based. Tim. Tom put out a post. Maybe we could put our some of our episodes up on there. Um, Tom put a thing out. I'm actually got to look into this. I think this Tom, is Tom actually put a post out uh, recently to all the MySpace users saying, if you've uploaded sometime in the early 2000s, we're doing a bit of a change, so you might lose some of your content, so you've got to go and back it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. MySpace really did die. But I think with this, what's happening with Facebook, I think you could be on the money, but... Oh, there is some podcast information on it. I find oh, it very, very interesting that... Um... South Road Boys at MySpace, yeah. that's how Very, very are. interesting that... So, can I just ask you to put in MySpace? Just Google MySpace. This is there's a reason why I want you to do this. My S P A C E, which then you'll obviously click on the first link and it'll go through to MySpace. Featured content on MySpace. Yeah, so click under that. Riverdale season five, yep. episode five recap. Now, there's a reason straight away. There's something you can do on this site that'll show that this is designed for people a little bit older. Yes, and the reason why I know this. Yes. Click search in the top left-hand corner. Uh, search, yes. And look how big the search bar is. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's a fucking inch tall. And the letters are that big. Yeah, but you know It's designed what? so mum and dad or grandparents <laughs> can actually see the text from a distance. <laughs> what the but, hell? But, well, no, what they've done is they've, take, they've taken a, a, a page out of Google's book. It's clean. It's white. And there it's is no, mi- and in there is no mistaking it's size forty font. <laughs> there is no mis- it's no mistaking what you're searching for. Yeah, there you go, there you go. But it doesn't look like South Road Boys is taken yet. <laughs> Daryl's going to look into that. Oh, good work, Daryl. MySpace. <laughs> I remember when I was on MySpace back in what are we thinking? Late nineties, early noughts. Yeah, I think it would have been early noughts. Um, and this thing called Facebook come along. Yeah. And I remember thinking, that's not going to happen. going to use that? Facebook, what's that? MySpace is where it's at. It's, it's and these people this Facebook thing. So, oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Who are you people? MySpace forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that, and this is what a lot of people forget, the Facebook we have now mm. 
looks nothing like the Facebook we had then. No. Nothing like it whatsoever. If people went back even to the Facebook, to be honest, from probably even five years ago, it's they'd a look at it and think, no, it wasn't like that. Oh, it was. Because it shifts incrementally as it goes along by little bits and they change fonts and they change designs and, yep. and they move something out and they give you a new feature for this and you don't really notice it too much. This is like, oh, that's annoying. It's a bit different. Yeah. But it's like, it's the, what's a, an actor? Um, it's the Mickey Rourke of social media. <laughs> <laughs> once, once upon a time, once upon a time, it was a pretty good looking product. I reckon. It, it gave you exactly what you expected. But now it's the same product. Just it's a little like bit a reworked though. It's had a bit of work done. It's had a bit of work done. I and some of it still works. I reckon it's a bit more Madonna. A bit more Madonna, you reckon? Was good at start, but just changed, evolved. You didn't always like the new evolution, but you got used to it, and then it changed again. True. Yeah. But I think... But I think a, has it really... Has it gone too far there? Has it changed too much where it's become its own beast? And everyone's going, you know what? I want the I want the, the 80s Madonna. Well, no one cares. So that we go to MySpace. <laughs> well, no one cares anymore because Facebook's only for old people like us. Well, this is true, the too. The kids aren't doing it. They're twitching. The TikToking, the Insta. I think Insta's almost old people now. I think so too. Twitter. Twitter's still hip and groove. Twitter's, I think, hip and groove because it's pretty hype with uh, news, mm. um, politicians, movie stars, that kind of stuff. Like They really use Twitter as a real avenue to the people. And maybe that's what's going to happen. Twitter's still going to be... Maybe Twitter's going to see more of an upswing than news media. Well, even Twitter's changed. I mean, it doubled the amount of content you put into a post. Yeah, it moved to 280, so, 228 or So something. even they went, you know what, we're different to everyone else, which is great, but we mm. want to be more like everyone else because there's more people there. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to Mickey Rourke it a bit. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, I love that. <laughs> Facebook is the Mickey Rourke. It's the Mickey Rourke of my Social media. But, <sighs> Brodies, get your ass to Mars and get on fucking MySpace. MySpace. MySpace is back, baby. Oh, okay. There's information there about Mission Impossible. Who gives a tinker's cuss? Wow. MySpace is where it's at. Eat Sharon Eminem. Hame. You lose yourself to the music the moment you Billie Eilish is on there. I mean, she's cool for the kids these days. Billie Eilish. You can't talk. Billie Eilish. Now. She sings really loud. Really loud. I love that we're going to go to MySpace. Billie Eilish is actually one of my favourite artists. I think (laughs) Billie Eilish is great. (laughs) I've got got her all her LPs. I was more into Billie Eilish. (laughs) (laughs) Nice crisp edges. (laughs) But anyway, look, just, yeah, to just finish it off. Um, Rest in peace, Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. You watch that. There will be a lot of little minion social medias that are just putting their hands and saying, oh, look at us. We, you can still do stuff on our pages. I trying to grab a bit of the population. but Picking up the crumbs. And that's all it would be, to be honest. Be- People aren't going to... I honestly, truly do not believe Facebook are going to suffer for this. No, I don't think they will either because people won't shift because all the, thing, all the people they want, all the connectivity they want mm. isn't on these little ones. Yeah, it might be really cool, but if the people aren't there then you're not getting what you get out of this. No, and it was hard enough to get a lot of people onto Facebook anyway, like old people like us. So they're not We weren't old then though. No, but they're not gonna leave. That's the thing. You will get some of them might move to a Twitter until Twitter has the same conversation. Um or they might have a way around it. But the the only thing that's gonna make Facebook change its mind is if advertisers go we're not going to be a part of that anymore. Yeah, that actually, there's the paradigm shift. If the advertisers go... Facebook will fucking implode if the advertisers said, you know what, with that news, we don't feel as though it's worthy being there. Yeah. Or we're not going to pay you $5 million to put our ads up. We'll pay you two. Yeah. Because you, you haven't got the hits. And then Facebook's going to turn it fucking around and whip out its big dick and say, actually, here's the amount of hits we still get to Facebook Every second, yep. ten million a second, and they'll say, "You know what? Fine, fine, Zucky, we're going to MySpace." <laughs> and Tom's like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> he is actually still operating his, out of his mum's garage. His infrastructure can't handle all this intake. <laughs> MySpace, Tom. Didn't we actually talk it's about like him? Someone doing porn, and someone comes in and said, "Okay, bring in the black actor." Oh, oh no, shit, I'm not ready for oh, that. Fuck. 
On, Hang on. On, on MySpace, me, not Facebook. <laughs> give me a minute. I'm, I've, I've got a MySpace designer, not a Facebook designer. Lube! Lube! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why didn't he bring a friend? <laughs> oh, that would yeah. be insane. <laughs> MySpace Tom gets lubed up. Shout out to all our uh, our porn followers out there. Exactly, Janice. Yeah, I'm sure you listen. Janice definitely. Of course she does. Definitely. Um. (laughs) Rocco, so he listens. Rocco. Yeah, I'm not familiar with his work. He's the name I know. Okay. (laughs) Just Uh, in random. Johnny Sins. Okay, he's a real one. What what was it? Sex boat. Was he near? Yeah, there was, was a guy. I remember I said there was a guy that was really gracious. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like he was a lost long school friend. High five and everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I reckon he listens. Big shout out to Johnny. No doubt. Johnny and Tommy. Johnny and Tommy. Yeah. Sounds like Brian Adams song. <laughs> no, uh, it sounds like a really bad no, American sitcom. No, it sounds like a Bon Jovi song. <laughs> Johnny and Tommy. Or at least Bruce Springsteen. Exactly. Mm. Oh, baby, we were born to run. MySpace, where it's at. That's what's happening, yeah. kids. I just, I genuinely. Genuinely hope we see a resurgence in MySpace. <laughs> if there's only a way that you can connect with others. Well, the interesting thing is MySpace, by the look of it, is really... And I could be wrong because I haven't looked hosting. at MySpace for a long time. It seems to be more music-wise. And there's a bit of TV content and stuff too. Is it just bands who go, look, I've got a MySpace page? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you're an up-and-coming band. You've been playing in pubs and clubs. And you're like, right, fuck, we're going to make it. <laughs> And you go to a big radio exec and saying, "Look, we want you to play our new album. Really, where can I listen to some of your um, your, your your music? MySpace." <laughs> Let's be honest, say right. How's that conversation? There's some big going? names on MySpace. They're there, are they? Um, but even when Taylor they know Swift is it? only getting seven dollars thirty six a month out of MySpace royalties, <laughs> you know it's probably not going that strong. Tay Tay's not really right. Rick Ashley's there. He's never going to give you up. <laughs> That's what he said. Maybe. Brittany, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Adele. Oh, mate. MySpace is just knocking doors down. But that's... I think MySpace used a Rick Ash, the Rick Ashley song as their jingle. Never going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say, though, that Tom sold MySpace? We did have a conversation about it a while back. Or did he have a birthday or did he die? No, he's not dead. Tom. No, you asked about where was MySpace Tom. Yeah, I do remember. And I don't remember what the answer Go was. Go back to the back episodes. Yeah, there was Throaties. one about... Um, MySpace Tom. MySpace Tom. Yeah, everyone's first friend on MySpace. But we that was are a go- good thing because everyone knew Tom. And we are going to be your newest friend on MySpace. I can't wait till all the roadies get their own MySpace account. Okay, so, he, so just to come back to it, he left uh, MySpace... By the look of it, in 2009, he oh, sold it. Oh, he's going to be gutted. He's not going to be happy now. He's going to be fucking livid. Oh, no, Tom. He sold it to a bloke called Mark. Tom, what is Zuka, it? Zuka, <laughs> Zuka Burger. <laughs> yeah. He was known as MySpace Tom or Tom from MySpace. I mean, everyone knew him. The guy was so popular. <laughs> he's probably he's one of those guys, if you lived in a, um, like a fraternity, Yep. We haven't done that, but you know, you watch all the movies. And yeah, all yeah, yeah. He'd be the guy that everyone talks about, but no one's actually met. Like, you know, oh. where'd you get that? Where, who delivered the barrel? Oh, we, Tom sorted that out. Yeah, MySpace oh, yeah, Tom. That's what I heard about Tom. Has anyone seen him? Yeah, I think I saw him down the back earlier. Yeah, but see, I thought I, I, I think of, when I think of MySpace Tom, I think more Woody Harrelson, Ted Danson, and MySpace Tom in a bar. It's just like an episode of Cheers. Cheers. That'd be yeah, so good. Christy Alley's there. You know, everybody knows your name. <laughs> dun, dun, and they're always glad you came. Yeah, so now he's apparently old Tom. He's just enjoying the good life now. He's He's got a hobby of photography. <laughs> Taking dick pics and putting them on MySpace. Putting them on Facebook. <laughs> uh, so. Tom, that's not really a hobby. <laughs> It's like, what do you do for a living? (laughs) Let me tell you. I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. Really? Uh, What do you do? (laughs) Take dick pics and put them on Facebook. (laughs) I do I do Richard photography. Richard photography. What's that exactly? Dick pics. (laughs) Put them on Insta. Put them on Insta. 
If you have a look so. at my profile on uh, on Snapchat, and um, <laughs> you should see my LinkedIn page. <laughs> I wonder how things like LinkedIn are going to go now, though. Are they going to be governed by the same thing? Because LinkedIn is a professional... Well, it stages itself as a professional's yes, it does. meeting place. Mm. And a lot of those people are, you know, sharing news articles and analytical data and all that kind of stuff. Yep. I wonder whether or not the good people at LinkedIn are going to pony up some extra It will be interesting greenbacks. to see what this does to the social media landscape mm. over the next 12 months. Because either <laughs> In the, the government's mid- going to turn around and go, you know what, okay, we might have been a little bit soz. too hard. Yeah, soz. There. Um, or... It might be a case where it changes the landscape completely. Well, if the government currently aren't receiving any money from Facebook now anyway, which I'm not sure whether or not they do or not, I don't know whether or not Facebook currently pay tax in Australia. But if they're not already receiving it now anyway, they won't care. No. The only way they will care... Actually, no, they will care because they have so many agencies, local police, local SES who currently That's rely heavily cash. on Facebook, free Facebook, by the way, mm. they rely heavily on Facebook as early warning notification to millions of people I think that's one of those changed a bit, though. World. I think a lot of those, because they all got chopped at once, because Facebook, obviously, it's a computer system. It would mm. have had an algorithm that says, okay, we need to tick a box that all these ones that have this, they're gone. Yeah, if and there would have been some that maybe were categorised incorrectly. Yeah. Such as um, SES and, and all that kind of thing. Um, I know that um, Bomb actually got kicked out. Not to be yep. confused with Tom. Yeah, <laughs> MySpace Bomb. Uh, and for those playing at that's home... Tom's brother, Bomb. <laughs> for those roadies abroad, that's the Bureau of Meteorology. Yes. So suddenly, you know, your, your weather Facebook page was gone. But that's not really news. That's information. But obviously, it was categorised on Facebook as... But it's news. That. But it's news from a government agency. Yes. Which, in my opinion, has more validity where the government should be saying, Oi, you're sharing bomb information. You need to pay us for that. Because we want actually people to go to the Bureau of Meteorology to get their information and not just go to Facebook. Yeah, I mean, you know what they say. You know, the person that wins, they're the ones that have got the bombs. Mm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we well, got the bombs. Well, the thing is, I know that the bomb charge for their information. Because I used to, I, I laid down hard-earned cash, like seven or ten bucks for an app that gave me a direct feed to the bomb. But it wasn't the bomb's yeah, okay. app. It was a yep. weather app that gave me other information. Well, obviously, yeah, because they get that from a destination. Because yeah. it's not like these, all these weather apps have got their own weather people. No, they don't have. <laughs> they haven't they, got their own team. They haven't got Jane Bunn on call. No, they, they don't have. You've got these people who go, weather are us, right? In every country around the world, in every yes. town, in every country around the world, yes. there's a Daryl licking his finger and stick it in the air. <laughs> He goes outside and clicks the barometer. Yep. And then he just jumps on his app and yes. he signs in the information. Updates and it. And that's where it goes. Yep. And then we get everything from Weather R Us. It's got a little cup and measures the rainfall. Yeah, and- it's all there. But I said, there's nothing, nothing quite as accurate as a wet finger in the sky. Exactly. <laughs> totally <isn't>. sex tape. <laughs> wet finger in the sky. <laughs> it really sounds like an autobiography or something, doesn't it? Does. It does. Wet finger in the sky. Yeah, yeah, the, the Troy Barnes story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my life in weather. Oh, <laughs> man. Imagine how exciting that book would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. Barnes, Mr. Barnes, can you put your wet finger in the air? <laughs> Chapter one Port. <laughs> Why is this important to weather? <laughs> Any port in a storm, storm is where we start this story, son. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, nice. I really like that. But yeah, so I think... Um, so this weather app sent me a notification saying we're actually closing down. Because huh. we can no longer afford the fees that the Bureau of Meteorology are charging us to be able to push that this information to you. Couldn't weather the financial pain. Couldn't weather it. And whether mm. the weather be hot or whether the weather be cold, we must weather the weather. Whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. Um, and I paid for the app because What's the weather, of, Heather. <laughs> exactly. Well, I paid for the weather because it gave me the basic sort of temperature and forecast for the next two days. But if you got the paid version, you got a, a wind doppler and you got uh, rainfall and lightning and warnings and all that kind of stuff, which I needed for part of my employment. Mm. 
and it was a really good, easy to use. Being thing. able to tell the future would have made her job a lot easier. Oh, wouldn't it? The clairvoyant weatherman. <laughs> That's the second book. Yeah, with his crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wet finger in the air and crystal balls. <laughs> It's a skill that's lost. Isn't it? It's like how to throw a boomerang. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Where do we lose that art? Uh, Let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you, when we went to Spain, right, back in 2000. That's a boomerang segue to Spain. No, bear with me. Um, My wife and I went to Spain because I had a friend of mine, AJ, Andy, who's now called Leon. Um, went to Spain, met a girl, went to, went to Spain, met a girl, got married. We couldn't go over for the wedding, but we said, we'll save up and we'll come back over next year. So we did. And I think this was 2000, Mm -hmm. in the year 2000. And when we were there, we were up in the, the mountains in the very south of Spain. And there was a service where a guy called Carlos said, Sounds like an origin story for a superhero film. (laughs) Carlos said, I will take you to the top of this mountain and then you and I will strap each other together and we're going to jump off this mountain and we're going to parasail down. And I went, fuck, that sounds like a great idea. But no. No, absolutely. I was going to pay him money to do it. And he's gone, okay, let's do that then. Jesus. So we got in his beat up combi. And he drove... Straight away, my confidence level would have dropped at that point. Yeah, but he had a, you know, he, he seemed to know what he was doing. Anyway, so we, we drive like we stole it up the top of this mountain. Yeah. And I was absolutely gobsmacked. We're standing on top of this mountain and I looked over and I went, hey, Carlos, what's that over there? Because there was the mountain we are on, a whole lot of water and then more land. Mm-hmm. And he said... Africa. And I'm like, fuck no. That's how where we were in Spain. We could see Monaco. Really? Or Morocco. Sorry, Morocco. When you say could see, what kind of distance are we talking about here? Are you talking about like in the horizon or yeah. more visibly open than no, that? No, no, on the horizon. Hmm. But you could see land, basically. You could see land. Like, I couldn't quite see giraffes. Yep. But I could see land. And Obviously, it's because the smaller giraffes are closer to the shore. Yeah. If it had been the big ones, you would have seen the, the rise. And yeah. it would be like the wet finger in the air. That's exactly what it is. Neck of the I saw some fat unicorns, also yep. known as the rhinos. But in, um, in Africa, apparently what they do is they dunk a giraffe and they stand it up. <laughs> they dunk a giraffe! And that's how they work out the weather. <laughs> if the giraffe turns his head to the left... It's going to rain if you turn it to the right. Yeah. It's going to be sunny. So I stole the weather by a wet giraffe. That's what they do over there. <laughs> wet giraffe. And welcome to the wet giraffe weather channel. Yeah. And I'll say, you know the temperature's warming up if the tongue hangs out of the giraffe. You know it's getting warmer. <laughs> Is that true? No, just lying. <laughs> anyway, so we're up on top of this mountain. And he says, I need to check my instruments to see whether or not it's okay for us to, to jump, whether or not yep. it's going to be good conditions. That put a lot of confidence in me. Because you're right, there was a little bit of doubt in my mind. <laughs> the beat-up V-dub for me. <laughs> in the combi, I yeah. Mean, before even thinking about the fact that I'm scared of heights, yes, that confidence in the ability to have the equipment to survive the trip mm-hmm. would have been a problem yeah, true. in my mind. Okay, But I overthink things. I you, go a final destination. You're a bit analytical like yeah. that. <laughs> So I looked over the edge of this cliff and I could see way off in the distance where my wife and my friends were on this grassy area that would left them. Great, there's a grassy and, knoll in the story and that's too. A grassy, <laughs> no, it was more of a plateau. Right, Like a Sierra Nevada, really. And I looked down there and I'm going, that's where we're fucking going. This is insane. And I turned around and Carlos is checking his measurements and checking his, you know, the wind speed and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It was a stick with a streamer on it. <laughs> That's his equipment. That was his weather equipment. And I've gone, I respect. The fuck are you doing? (laughs) And he's gone, I'm checking the equipment. And I'm like, he goes, we're not jumping today. I've gone, no shit. He goes, if we jump, we come back into the mountain. No good. So so he starts unfolding some origami. So (laughs) it was just a streamer. On the stick that on he stuck stick. in the ground. Fantastic. He looked at the way it was flapping and the direction and went, no, we can't jump can't today. Can't go wrong with that. Fuck me. 
And then so we came back the next day, did the same what, thing, though, and we didn't make that's it. That's an advanced version of Wet Finger in the Sky. <laughs> it just if, you, if, if you're putting a streamer on a stick, you know you shit. <laughs> you are. You're like a meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's a good chance if you just put a Wet Finger in the Sky, you might have jumped and had a catastrophe. Exactly. So streamer on a stick. <laughs> wow. It was so funny. He must and, have been from a rich family. <laughs> <laughs> it was loaded. <laughs> he had all the equipment. That's why he had a beat up car. Yeah, because he couldn't afford anything the else. Stick with the streamer. <laughs> Good to find anything else, yeah. Um, so we went back the next day. He checked his very technical equipment, and once again, we couldn't jump. So we didn't end up doing it because we had to leave. I'm glad, mate, because I don't think you'd be here. Oh, I tell you what, there was an area of danger to it that, that kind of made me a little bit excited. I was speaking to someone only on the weekend, and we got the talk about bungee jumping, something that I would very much struggle to do. Strapping budgies to you and throwing yourself <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> fly, you little fuckers, Fly! <laughs> Not that sort of budgies. <laughs> they do a completely different jump on the Canary Islands. Um, uh, but what I didn't realise is that when they... So they put... I didn't get in the technicalities of it too much because my legs were going jelly just talking about it. Okay. But they put like a towel around your legs. Yes. And then they put like the strap around your legs. Yes. But that strap that's on there that's all locked in... Yes. ...is really loose. Like I assumed it would have been something that would be tight on tight. Uh-huh. And apparently she said that it was very unnerving because How she loose it was. And it's for, like I'm jumping off and I'm going to have this um, ascendancy where I'm going really quick and then you get to the end and it pulls you back up again and it's like, ah, it's going to be great and all the rest of it. Mm. But if this isn't tight, mm. can my feet slip out when I hit the bottom point? <laughs> I guarantee you she kept her feet at 90 degrees <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so that's a, that would be the thing that would unnerve me. Yep. Even though I'd be like, you know, you guys do this all the time. You obviously have know you what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a ratchet strap? Have you got a ratchet strap? At least have you got even an hockey strap? Can I put an hockey strap around it? Gaffer tape, Don't at the very least. Gaffer tape. <laughs> Fucking band-aid. <laughs> got a band-aid. Can I use the cord out of my shorts? Anything. Uh, the guy behind me's got dreads. Can I just cut one dread off? Exactly. Yeah, but that would unnerve me mm. a lot. You... But there must be a good reason why it's there. You would never find yourself in that I don't situation. Think, I'd I lo- cannot. I would love to think that I could, but I don't believe I can. I, I just, I think you like the idea of it a lot more of the practic- than the practical yeah. application. I think I'd have a lot more hope jumping out of a plane parachuting than what I would do on bungee jumping. Mm. But I think out of the two of us, I'm probably the one that's more likely to do both of those activities. Oh, there's no doubting that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's well, a I, saw, I agree with you coming from me. I signed up to jump off a mountain with Carlos, and even when we went up the second day, I was still pumped for it. Yep. Just that weather, his weather meteor- meteorology equipment just said, computer says no. Man, I can't even stay on a bloody mountain bike, so. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bikes, I've got one more story right before on, we right go. My daughter... I've been really looking forward to this one. Really look... Oh, I like that. Well done, well played. Dad jokes right in at the end. Dad jokes and wheels. Fuck, what a segue. <laughs> so my daughter required... Oh, beautiful. Okay. Yep. My daughter <laughs> requires the use of her bike. She's going to a, a, a thing with other kids and they're going to go for a bike ride. So mm-hmm. I gave the BMX a bit of a service and... Oh, look at you go. Oh, I just took the bearings out and, you know, greased them up and made the tyres and all that kind of stuff. And I said, right, I'll fix it up. Let's go for a bit of a ride. And just make sure it's okay. Yep. And as you know, I don't know, do you know that my daughter broke her arm? Uh, Scooter accident. No. Yeah. So, (laughs) dopey bugger was scooting along, came off and she's got a little compound fracture on her arm. So, it's in plaster. So, did you, just to segue slightly, when you went into the hospital, did you get all the questions of, you know, were you still to take her aside and ask her a few questions? No, my (laughs) wife didn't get that conversation. Do they get a bit weird when kids come in with injuries like that? Like, all I know... Is when I, because I had two broken arms when I was younger. <laughs> Didn't learn the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when I say two broken arms, the same arm, different occasions, not to go broken arms. But I'm certain when I went in there, just like, what did he do? Yeah. And he won't do it again. <laughs> I know he won't. So I think that's changed now, though. No, mm. look, we were bad parents and we didn't believe. <laughs> we didn't... A mission on the podcast right exactly. here. They did it. We were, we were not. It wasn't our most shining moment of parents. Right. Um, my wife had to go into work quickly on a Monday, and it was still school holidays. So my daughter and my son went in, and my wife works at the school. 
So the kids took in their scooters and helmets to have a bit of a scooter around the playground while yep. mum had a meeting. Why and that was fine. That? Nothing wrong with it. It's a playground they're playing all the time. And my daughter went ass over tit or ass over tea kettle and land, <laughs> landed on her wrist and sustained an injury to her her arm. We kind of looked at it and we, she still had full movement in it and did a basic. Yep, all the fingers were going. Exactly. Yep. So we just thought she might have jarred it or whatever. Yeah, so like, you suck it up. The next day <laughs> she had... parenting. Exactly. <laughs> so the next day she had to go to school. So we went, you'll be fine. She goes, oh, it hurts a little bit. And we're like, fuck, just, you know, <laughs> suck it up, princess. I just know you personally. I don't know your wife very well. I can guarantee you did not say, ah, oh, fuck, look, just suck it up, princess. Suck it up, princess. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I would have paid money to see it. <laughs> so she went to school, oh, wiring their arm hurt a little bit. And one of the teachers actually showed her a reasonable amount of sympathy, which is a lot more than what she got for her parents, and popped her arm in a sling because she was really complaining that it was quite sore. Yep. And when she got home, I'm like, let me have a look at it. And it was a bit swollen. And then I kind of touched the wrist and nothing happened. Touched the elbow, nothing happened. Touched the middle of the arm and she went, and I went, Ooh, ooh, maybe, maybe it's more than just an ouchie. Maybe it's a bit more of a bump. And I looked at the wife and she's going, yeah, I think that might be the case. So she went to the authority of source and all broken arms, my mother, <laughs> who sent me to school with a broken arm. Um, nice. Anyway. Your mother up- does have a little bit of medical history. Though. Yeah, but she can't pick a broken limb to save a life. <laughs> like, that's on record. Anyway, so she's taken my wife, taken to the hospital. But what they do is they say, the first thing they say to the the kid is- Did your parents hit you? No, they, no? they don't lead with that. Right. They they ask the question, how did this happen? Yep. And I reckon those people who work in that industry, when dealing with a child, might have in the back of their mind that there might be something a bit untoward going on, and they will gauge the child's reaction and the story the child gives them and react accordingly. Yeah. If the parent jumps in very quickly- with something that sounds like, oh, you know, they ran into a door. Yeah, doing a bit of covering. Yeah, then yeah. there may be... I know I think, too, most kids in an environment like that, you'd probably be able to pick up whether they're telling a bit of a scripted tale compared to, oh, I was on the scooter exactly. fell over and it hurt real bad. And mm. kids are more likely to do themselves a mischief via that method than, yeah, well, unless, of course, you're a grown-ass man who what comes up What kids need to learn is that when you fall off, don't put your hands out to brace yourself because you break your arms. Just hit it with your head. Yeah, exactly. Head Face first. first. That's why you've got a helmet. Yep. That's why exactly. we made them. That's why. Head first, kids. Kids are so dumb these days. No. <laughs> anyway, so the reason why we went for the bike ride is because my daughter's got an arm in a plaster and she wanted to see whether or not she could still ride and that's okay. We're riding down the street, turn left, riding along the road, and a red ute passes by. Not going fast, but it was mm-hmm. definitely a local. And P plates up and overtook us at a very safe distance and a safe speed. And then we were going to go to, there's a, a railway bridge that crosses the river, and then there's a disused railway bridge that was the one before the new one. Yep. And one of the other people we knew said they'd made some sort of modification to it where maybe it's a bit safer to cross because you're not supposed to use it. Everyone does. And as we turn down, there's a little little track that you follow, but it's as wide as a car. Obviously, I think Taz Rail might use it as a bit of a service access if they need to get to a particular part of that yep. railway line. And there's the red ute. And then all of a sudden, we saw a lad walk out of the ute and he's walking away from us. So his back is towards us. And the only thing my wife and my daughter and I saw was his white ass. <laughs> he was dropping his pants. <laughs> oh, 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 no. And then Ella's giggled. So we saw this get onto this place. No one's going to find me in here. No one comes in here. He's probably ha- he's probably either having to do a, a bush wee or maybe even a bush poo. For whatever reason, he's decided to drop trowel before he gets to his final destination. <laughs> And my daughter's just going, and he's turned around and he's like a deer in the headlights. And he's going, squirrel, quickly, hoiked up his pants. He's gone 15 shades of embarrassment, ran back to the car where his mate's on the phone, just sitting there talking and hid beside the car. And all he can hear is the mocking laugh of a 10-year-old girl. (laughs) Not what you want in life. Oh, it was so funny. That has been 
all that she has talked about. <laughs> and I said to her, how, I, this was yesterday, I said to her, how was school today? She goes, good, didn't see any bums. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, so if you if you were in in Leith and you're flashing your butt, well done. Yeah, good on you've you. given us a bit of a giggle. But roadies, that is the end of this particular yeah. edition of the South Road Boys. Very social edition. No, oh, wasn't it ever? Hmm. Um, yeah, find us on MySpace. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sure by the time this episode goes to air, uh, if we can be, we will be there. Absolutely, we'll do something. <laughs> uh, but I am Joe. I am Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Bet you wish you hadn't have sold it now, Tom. <laughs> fuck's sake, Tom. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, anyway, we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.